Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. First, are you ready to rock? I am ready to rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in high, I'm in high spirits today. Yeah, let's do it. More importantly, are you ready to roll? Yeah. I don't know. Does this sound like it? Oh. Yeah, Dan, does this sound like it? Yeah, Dan, do we sound, does it sound does like it? Does it sound like it? Audio nightmare for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised it took us this long to do that. I'm just rolling <laughs> these super nice heavyweighted dice thanks to Misty Mountain. Yeah, these Misty Mountain chonkers. Okay, so you guys are on. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Uh, you guys are on knee. Uh, you've paired up with Vale to hunt down their sister alongside Query at a Project Dahlia black site. Um, you've just located a transport that will hopefully take you there. Um, you're in the warehouse, uh, the Contra warehouse, and you have uh, just approached the the vehicle that is going to get you there. It is this big, long, uh, sturdy transport truck with treads instead of wheels because it has to navigate through the expansive knee. And as Vale is making their way to it, they walk over to a set of lockers and presses their hand against it. And four little pixelated locks appear floating in front of them and they shatter as all four of the uh, lockers swing open, revealing some fairly heavy-duty winter gear. And they turn around Ooh. and say, you will all want to put this on. Uh, we are heading out to Nii, and there is no warming pylons out there. If we have to get out, you want to be protected. And they begin putting on uh, the gear. Okay. How dangerous is the uh, the trip from here to there? Uh, generally, I would say not at all. But with what we heard at the bar, I would say quite. Start wintering up. I winter it up. I hate wintering up can you do is there like a four-sleeved one for you oh yeah yeah do i have to make sleeves so these actually they're like a harness that you put on and then you press a button on it and it sort of envelops you and this like material comes like shooting out and covers you so it doesn't need it's like a one size fits all doesn't matter what race or size you are uh it's gonna fit you because it would be incredibly expensive to try to have uh, gear for every single person who works. Merrick just has two chilly arms. <laughs> it's so cold. Well, it's not to keep your like your your core temperature right. Who cares about your limbs? Yeah, honestly, but yeah, I appreciate uh, technology and accessibility. <laughs> Thank you, sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's just contra capitalism, baby. It's just cheaper to do it this way. <laughs> I hate it so much. Do you, do you get blood th- flow problems with having extra limbs? I'm just. Legitimately curious. Uh, no, not, not usually. We yeah. have two hearts. Oh, that makes sense. To make that up makes, for it, yeah. That, that actually that makes sense. Do Kasatha actually have two hearts? I just made that up really confidently. <laughs> oh, I man, no I fought it so hard. <laughs> the person who developed Kasathans is listening like, no, fuck you, you can't do that. <laughs> They're my baby. Vale has finished suiting up and is climbing into the passenger side of the vehicle and looks at you and says if you are all set let's get going dibs on driver i hop in shotgun veil is in shotgun damn it <laughs> it's very but they didn't call shotgun like, it's shotgun. clearly it's clearly um, against the rules the captain <laughs> uh, it's fine um in the back that's how we planned <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's fine i prefer the back anyway less likely to get sniped 
Perfect. The big bay doors slowly slide open as you begin rolling out and the force field around the base uh, shimmers for a second and allows the vehicle to pass through it. And you begin entering out into the seemingly endless expanse and frozen wastes of knee. Cody, I'm assuming you're driving. And you all are driving through this like blizzard. It's practically a whiteout. Vale and Cody are in the front seats. And then there's a partition in the back where all the cargo would go. And Duran and Merrick, you are uh, sitting in the back there. Cody, as you're driving, you feel a rumble and everyone kind of clocks it. And it feels like the ice you're driving on almost sounds like it's going to break, but you know that's not the case because of how thick the ice on knee is. And then you hear a loud What? As two orange lights appear in the distance. Oh, shit. And then a shimmering purple light appears under the ice as it cracks in front of you with a echoing ripple effect. You hear it just like as cracks shoot out in a spider web fashion across the ice in front of you. A scattering of ice comes up and falls and you can hear the heavy chunks landing on the roof of the transport as uh, two black pincers come shooting up and out as it heaves a massive furry white body um, huh. that has a three-part maul and these huge black eyes and these two front praying mantis sort of like pincers and four spider-like legs that are half covered in fur and then the other half is this long black spike and it opens its three-part maw with a horrible chittering and this dripping saliva, it looks like frost is just like spewing out of it. And it screams and it charges the transport. Why does that have to be furry? Because right, it's, a, it's a tarantula. I guess. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. That that thing's going to throw those that hair. I, oh, I can yeah. sense it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, how, how many weapons do we have? We have like 10, right? On the, on, transport? The, on the transport? No, this is a civilian mm. work transport. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> you said that we had, like, tactical nukes on the front or something. Yeah, that's what you said before. What I said before was, uh, please roll me some initiative. <laughs> um, so just for my brain, Dane, so are the orange eyes attached to the spider or are they off in the distance? They are... You, you don't know how far off into the distance because you don't know the scale of what they belong to but they are in like the haze. So there's a snowstorm happening and there's just like, because of how cold it is, there's just like a haze across this uh, giant frozen lake. And you, you, you just see them in the distance. So in the, in the fog and the haze and through the snow, you just see these glowing orange lights, um, but they are not part of the spider. The, the spider is a completely separate entity. Oh, I have a thought. Also, uh, Dan, we, we, we would have had time to get our stamina back going into this. Um, yeah, sure. I would say, like, suiting up and, like, getting the, the transport ready. I will let you take... Just make sure you take a resolve point. I'm good. I, my, my, my stamina didn't get hit, so I'm fine. Uh, okay. Uh, what did you all get for? I got a 12. Great place for the driver to be. I got a 14. I got a 31. Terry, no one is sadder than you to yeah, roll I, highest in initiative. I don't like going first. I like reacting. <laughs> 
Well, you're reacting to him charging us. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Durin, this might surprise you, but yes, you are going first. Right now, you are in uh, the cab area of the... Um, wait, no. The cab is the front of the truck, right? You're in the back of the truck. You can see up over through the windshield this huge like half spider, half praying mantis. Uh, it's white, it's covered in fur, and it's just like full speed charging towards the transport um, with its every like slap of its sort of like spiked legs are sending spider web like ripples and cracks throughout the ice. Okay. My first thought is I'm going to activate my holographic clone so I get some mirror images. So. Okay. Oh, there's five Durins. We got Damn. Max. This is five a little back seat. <laughs> just like five little durians appear we've turned this fucking transport into a clown car <laughs> i knew we should have taken the minivan transport i told I you <laughs> um and i guess i'm going to i think that's all i can do for my turn because there's nowhere to really move right now but i'm gonna suggest uh, this may sound a little counterintuitive but i have a feeling we should head towards the lights and that'll be my turn great it's the spider's turn and it opens up its maw it drives two of its spikes into the front treads of oh. the transport it opens its mouth out and it just begins spraying out this thick half spit half web and covers the whole front half of the transport in ice well i'm assuming we stopped moving <laughs> are, are we still going no, you are dead in your tracks, <laughs> and it's now using its front claw to smash the front windshield, and it begins cracking and shaking. Uh, that is its turn. Merrick, it's your turn. Oh, okay, you can never mind about my idea about the lights. Merrick rolls out of the vehicle. Okay. I'm going to go into photon mode, and am I, am I able to move up to it while exiting the vehicle? Is that kind of as a move action? Is uh, no, I will say getting out and going to it because it's yeah. it's pretty much on the vehicle right now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you will take an attack of opportunity, however, because it is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask, how, are, we, are we dealing with huge or gargantuan right now? It is huge. huge it, it fucking feels massive, that's for sure. That is a 28 KAC. Yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, that is 22 points of slashing damage. Mm, As you roll out, good. it brings its one of its big pincer claws and just slashes across you. <sighs> Merrick sort of gets his footing back together and finishes his movement up. You huge tundra ranchulas have nothing on the gargantuan sand scorpions of my home world. And I'm going to make an attack. Okay. Tundra ranchula? Tundra, I love that. Tundra ranchula, is that good? I love it. I don't know. Does this count, does this count as a tundra? I mean, you could do a, a life science check to see what this thing actually is. I think he's got it. I yeah, he's fine. It. It's Hunter Ranchula, I know. I'm an expert. Um, that's going to be a 28 to hit, KAC. Nice. That is it. Uh, what's your physical science, by the way, just out of curiosity? My physical science? Or is it? Is there a nature? Or is life, that the nature? life science. Life science. What's your life science look like? Plus three. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I'm not good at skills. That's your whole thing, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not smart, yeah. though. 30 damage. Okay. So I'm just try to decapitate one of its legs slash pincers or whatever we're dealing with right now. Um, as you take a swipe at one of the claws that is buried into the front treads, you hit with a, a shocking amount of resistance um, as your blade buries probably about half as deep as you 
would want it to. Use energy and flame. All right. It is Vale's turn. They look out the window, see what Merrick's done, and then turns to you, Cody, and says, Just do it like that, but better. And they hold out their hand, and a glowing red cube appears, and they crush it. And three little arrows appear beside you that are orange and red, and they're little arrows pointing up, and they cast haste on you. Ooh. Um, so the way haste works in Starfinder nice. is you get to full attack and move. Amazing. But it only targets one person. Uh, correct, I believe. Oh, no. Up to one creature per level. Never mind. Everyone gets haste. Amazing. So when you make a full attack, a hasty creature can also make a separate move action in order to move. The movement can occur before, after, or between the attacks from the full attack. All movement Holy must occur shit. at the same time. Your movement speed also increases by 30 feet. Any one that you have. Nice. Do is it, is it my go? It is your go. Do you want me to do a check to see if the car is held fast, or is that just kind of assumed? Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. This, this car is not moving. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a life science on the thing. It's a 13. You're not entirely sure what it is, unfortunately. Uh, not with a 13, no. Sorry, you, you do not know what this thing is. What the hell is this thing? Thunderantula. I've just said it. It's pretty smart. I like the name. I like it. I'm going to get out, move up to a leg, and full attack. All right. It's already used its attack of opportunity, so it can't do anything. Let me be your shield. Uh, that's definitely not going to do it. That's a 13. You still take the, the negatives, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, that is a 20. Uh, that's not going to do it. Damn. Is that it a huge creature? With a 21 hit? Nope. Damn. Okay. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Big things are usually easier to hit, Dan. I don't know if you realized that when you were making this thing. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is one of the things I didn't make. Oh. Oh, actually, uh, I forgot to mention it, but can I have retconned it so that I transfer my fusion for my old weapon to my new one via short checks ability? Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, Dern, it's your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to follow suit with Merrick. I'm going to roll out of the uh, the car or the transport. Oh, and Dern's. All five of the Durans, like almost mirrored, like half a second animation afterwards, rolling out of the car. And I'm going to use my um, trick attack. Okay. I got a 29 stealth. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. I am going to choose Merrick, and I'm going to give you some covering fire. Beat DC 15, rolled a 16 on the dice. Um, So... When you get attacked, or when you, uh, I believe when you're next, the next attack that comes at you from uh, the creature, uh, it only lasts for a turn, but you get to take off my trick attack damage from the damage you're going to take. Oh, nice. damn. So 4D, so when you get, if you get hit, 4D8 to take that off the damage. Nice. Hell Shit. yeah. Okay. Attack me. Well, it's, it's go and it's gonna. Hell yeah. It's actually going to do two attacks. It's going to do a bite and it's going to do a claw. Uh, the bite's going to come for Cody. Or sorry, the bite's going to come for Merrick and the uh, claw is going to come for Cody. So it uh, it skitters over a little bit and takes a big open mouth. It's like three part jaw opens up and it comes biting at you, Merrick. Yeah, that's going to do it. That's a 30. <laughs> yep. Okay, see. 48s. Yep, reduce that. Reduce your damage by that. First one's an eight. Fuck yeah. Second one's an eight. Fuck nice. yeah. Nice. Third one's an eight. Fuck what yeah. What the fuck? Nice. And the last one's a one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good spread. I take away 25. How much damage is it in total? 25. Oh, wow. 
Oh my god, oh, Jared's fuck. bullets just <laughs> keep its face like an inch away from me. As its mouth opens up, it goes and it's about to put its whole fucking mouth over your head and over your shoulder you just see like a barrage of gunfire and it recoils back flinging saliva everywhere and freezing on the spot as it uh, rears back a bit and then just gives another like huge like chittering scream and in rage it kind of like donkey kicks (laughs) uh, Cody with one of its claws I love the concept of a spider donkey kicking uh, that is a 26 KC. It's going to do it. If Merrick and Duran want to give me a perception check before this hits me. Ooh, okay. 24. 23. You beat me by one, bitch. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys notice that there's already blood soaking through uh, Cody's coat. What? what? How much damage, dang? 27 points of slashing damage. All right. What? Wait, did you not heal your stamina? Hmm? Uh, Merrick, it's your turn. Dern, we have to do this quick. Something's wrong with Cody. Cool, I'll make two attacks. Um, 22. That's it. Uh, 29 points of damage. Uh, I think this one's going to miss. Yeah, 19 doesn't do it. 19 does not do it. So yeah, the momentum from the first attack, trying to attack where I've already hit before. And when I come back on the second, the ice under my feet just takes changes my footing a little bit, and I miss. It's Vale's turn. Vale grabs the the roof of the car and pulls themselves out and they're now standing on the roof and they once again form three cubes and throw them at the giant spider and a roulette wheel or not a roulette wheel a, a, a slot machine kind of appears above it and it begins like cycling really quick with like a do 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 and then they begin stopping and it's like ding 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 and on the the wheel shows a pixelated version of uh short check and the thing starts growing ears and its eyes get really cute all of a sudden and its fangs are starting to turn into like short buck teeth and it's gonna have to do a will save against baleful polymorph i can't yeah. hit short jack dear god don't make it cute <laughs> A tarantula, so zero, because it has no will, because it's a demon sent from the underworld. It's actually not bad, but it's not enough, so it does fail. So it's going to be taking uh, a minus two to saving throws and AC attack rolls, melee damage rolls, and reflex saves. Nice. So that's a... And it uh, it could get worse if they fail their next save. Um, So this thing all of a sudden gets covered in these, like, pixelated, like, rabbit parts, and it uh, it screams again and turns its attention to Vale. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. I don't like having to hit Short Jack, but don't, don't tell him. And I'm full attacking. Uh, not going to do it. Uh, 26 will, though. That will do it. Uh, 24 points of bludgeoning and electrical damage. Electrical damage, eh? You're good. <laughs> What's that? What's that mean? I didn't know if it had energy resistance. How do you hit this thing? Because this is your, you got your big hammer now, right? Yeah, I'm just like fucking slamming it like overhead down on the the like the thing that like clawed at me. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you get a big hit on it and it like crumples a little bit and it kind of tilts to one side because uh, one of its leg just gets fucking slammed. Uh, and it's now sort of like skittering back and forth looking at everyone. Durin, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm a little concerned right now. Um, so I'm going to use my Mystic Heal on um, Cody. Mainly, you know, 
I don't think anyone else has taken HP damage, but now I'm just kind of like, yeah, let's 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 get Cody up to snuff. I'm quick. I'm still in my stamina, so just to oh oh what the, yeah. we'll get to the bottom of it later. All right, we'll get to the bottom of it later. Never mind. All right, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, do my do my trick attack against him using hopefully okay. the snow and the ice as cover between us as I get a 34 on my stealth. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get my attack off. I can't do uh, the setup stuff uh, today again today with this guy. Oh, 19 on the die for nice. a uh, for a dirty 30. Yep. Dirty 30, dude. Yeah, dirty 30. Dude. I'm assuming flame's good. All right. So I got eight points of that sweet, sweet um, fire damage. Okay. Uh, 19 points of that precision damage. And you know what? I want a fortitude save. Okay. Okay. Because I'm going to use my staggering shot ability. God damn it. I rolled another net one on this ability. Fuck yeah. yeah it's staggered, bitch. We are not the cheap miners and workers that you've been feeding on, you <laughs> sick monster. How, where do you hit it to, to stagger it? I'm assuming the legs are pretty heavily armored. So I think just like right in, like under that sweet, juicy spot right underneath its fangs. Mm, the sweet juice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as it raises its its head up a little bit, you get it right in the throat. And once again, you see it sort of like do a, a quick like spit of that sort of freezing saliva. And it's going to, you know, it's going to go after you, Durin. Um, uh, so uh, Merrick, uh, why? No, I'm not. It's fine. American Cody, uh, you can take a tax for opportunity if you'd like. God damn I it. I am rolling poorly today. I miss. <laughs> cool. You see it like buckle down and then it just leaps like those wolf spiders. Like it's so fucking fast and it lands right in front of you, Durin. And oh, it can't because it's staggered. Oh, (laughs) no. So it won't move then if it can't get you. Oh, you know what it's going to do? This is fun. I forgot it had this as it sort of like recovers from this throat shot. uh, You see it sort of like almost like a cat bringing up a hairball. It starts like undulating and and sort of like waving a little bit and its whole body begins convulsing and then it's going to spew freezing saliva uh so merrick and durin i'm going to need you both to give me a reflex save please uh my my question to that well to that is do well oh wait i guess they already got their attack opportunities off so they wouldn't get another one right uh no yeah correct oof 17. Yep. 14. Ooh, Merrick, you pass. Durin, you do not. I got a three in the die. Not a good one. I might try to find a dice roller for this. Actually, no. I hate when you say that. I hate when you say that so much. (laughs) So, Durin, you take 30 points of cold damage. Oh, oh. And you are now entangled as you are covered in this freezing saliva. Uh, You can feel your joints and all of your gear starting to harden and freeze. Mm. Uh, Merrick, you take 15 points of cold damage and uh, you don't get entangled. I'm also going to need all of you to give me a fortitude save, please. God damn. Oh, I'm not 20. Doing poorly. Not 20, Durin. Oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, Cody, you take one point of non-lethal cold damage. Hmm. However, you can feel the chill of knees, harsh weather setting into your bones. And you are 
fatigued as right. uh, the, the weather and the, the climate begins taking its toll on you. Uh, so that's a minus one penalty to AC, attack rolls, melee damage, reflex save, and uh, you cannot run or charge. Cool. I'm just assuming my like robotic parts are starting to freeze up because I don't react in any way to it. But Durin and Merrick, you guys, despite being covered in ice right now, have managed to to shake the chill from your bones. Okay. Merrick, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so when Durin hit it with fire earlier, did I notice that it took any more or less damage? You did not. But obviously my physical damage clearly isn't doing what it normally does. Yes, correct. But it doesn't seem like like you're still doing a, a decent chunk of damage. It just seems like there is uh, an extra layer of, of armor to this thing that is preventing right. you. I need a reflex save as Merrick snaps his finger. And right underneath the spider, an eruption of solar energy happens. Okay. Reflex. That is its best save. Uh, that is a 25. Yeah, so it'll take half damage. So it takes 15 damage. Uh, it rears up on its two back claws as it almost gets toppled over uh, onto its back as this eruption uh, just explodes underneath it. You all feel, those of you who are near the transport, um, the ice below you buckle. (laughs) And you see a spray of snow shoot up through the cracks that are beginning to develop around you guys. Hate that I'm entangled with this happening. That's cool. With haste, do I still get to take another attack, or is it only attacks that it doubles? You, yeah, you can only the the benefit of haste in this one is that you can move and full attack. Okay, cool. Uh, then that is it for Merrick. Uh, okay, then that will be it's Vale's turn. Oh, it needs to do a polymorph check. Yeah, so it succeeds, so it stays at uh, minus two. Vale holds up their hands and makes a like a pixel spider drops it on the roof of the transport and it rears up and spits acid all over this spider. They're going to have to do a EAC range attack. They fucking do it um, as it's going to take 44 points of acid damage that will persist for the next two rounds. Okay. So it takes seven points of acid damage. Um, and then that little pixel spider explodes and into like little cubes. Cody, it's your turn. All right. Double attack. Nat one. <laughs> nice. Oh, great. You go with a, another big overhand swing and it pulls its claw out of the way and you hit the ice oh, below God. you and you see another ripple of crack go shooting like directly across from you towards Merrick and the front of this transport truck uh, cr- like crumples and it begins dipping down as the ice uh, below you begins sinking into the frozen lake. Uh, second attack. <laughs> no, no, no. That's another that one. No, dude. Oh, Use a different dice this time. <laughs> You, holy uh, shit! Cody's trying to swing as if nothing's wrong with him because he hasn't noticed that anything has happened. So oh, no. you take another big overhand swing, and this time you use the front of the transport to like jump up and get more air. And as you bring it down, you 
the spider and Merrick are all going to have to give me a reflex save. Oh my God. Which dice do I use? They're both doing me dirty right now. I mean, they neither can get worse than what they already rolled, so I think it's a pretty neutral choice, man. Oh, thank God. Reflex, you said? Yep. 21. Uh, 20. <laughs> both of those fail. What? Does, does mine fail by one? Uh, no. God damn it. Okay. Because of the environmental hazards, ice adds five to the DC of acrobatics check or uh, acrobatics and reflex saves. So you're going to uh, both of you fall prone as you slip on the ice as it shifts and crumbles uh, below you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you see the whole front end of the transport truck is now dipping down into the ice. Um, Does the spider have to do anything? Uh, The spider succeeded its check. God damn it. Reflex is his best save. All right. Cody, that was your turn. It is your what a go. Turn. What a turn, yeah. guys. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That was wild. Okay. Um, I'm, I know I'm entangled. How, how do I stop this from happening? Um, give me a life science check, please. Okay, we'll do. My life science is thir- Sorry, 14. So you know, uh, now that you've seen this ability, you know that you can break through the ice with uh, a certain amount of slashing damage. Okay. Or uh, fire damage. Hey, let's um, let's fire it up. Um, actually, hold on. Uh, you can actually you can also clear it with an acrobatics or strength check. Oh, acrobatics any day. All right, I want to try. I guess like I'm watching them just slip and fall in the ice. So I want to try to break free from my bonds, and I'll use my acrobatics. Now I will say this is also uh, your standard action. That is fine. I just don't want to be entangled for what's about to happen. Okay. I, don't, I, I guess I could make a shot from here, can't I? But I don't get my sneak attack stuff. So no, no, we'll just acrobatics out. 18 on the die, 37. Yep. Uh, You managed to shake free from the ice and scramble out of it, shaking off the last little bit of it. Uh, You do have a a movement action if you would like to take it. Oh, I don't know. Both of my comrades are on the the ground. Um, I don't even, I wouldn't be able to get them back up, would I? Uh, So I'll just make my way towards Cody. I'll make half the distance towards Cody. And that'll be my turn. Yeah, you begin circling around the transport to Cody's side. It is the spider's turn, and it is no longer staggered, and it's going to see its prey on their backs right now, so it's going to try to make two attacks on both of you. (laughs) I believe you're taking a minus four to your AC. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I already have a minus one as well. Let's go. Yeah, minus four to melee attacks. That's going to be a... uh, For Merrick, this is the bite. That's going to be a 29. Yeah. And that's going to be a 27 for you, Cody the Claw. Yeah. Um, It raises its claw up and just skewers you in the upper shoulder to pin you down and hold you as it tries to eat Merrick. Okay, Merrick, you're going to take 23 points of piercing damage. You're also going to have to give me a reflex save, please. Uh, 18. Okay, you are safe. You can feel it trying to drip that saliva on you, but you're able to wriggle around enough to not let it take hold. Cody, you're going to take 26 points of slashing damage as its pincers hold you down and begin squeezing you. Uh, And that is its turn. It is now Merrick's turn. You're prone, and its maw is currently just like right above you trying to swallow you. All right, I'll stand up. Take the attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, That is a 26. Yeah, that's going to hit. Okay. You have to give me another reflex save, please. Yep. 
20. Okay, you're good. Uh, you're going to take 18 points of piercing damage. Okay. Now, standing up is a move action, but you do have haste, so you can still full attack. Your face can't be that hard to hit. As I go into photon mode, first attack is going to be a um, 21. Because of Baleful Polymorph, yes, that's going to hit. Nice. Uh, that's going to be 27 points of damage. And the second attack... It looks very bad. I'm trying to just, like, gouge its eight eyes out. Like, I'm just going for its face, trying to cut off its mandibles. I will be the one that eats you for another 21 to hit. That does it. You don't have to roll damage on it. It has six HP. How do you kill it? Merrick, like, clearly bloodied. Everyone's taken from this. He's worried about the ice sort of cracking. So he's just going to, like, cut its head off, its large body, and then try to step back in in case the weight of this thing hitting the ice cracks it all the way. Um, As you drive your blade into its throat and pull, you find resistance and you can't quite get its whole head off as it uses its ferocity ability, which when reduced to zero HP, HP, it gets to act as normal for one more turn and it begins freaking the fuck out. Mm. It okay. begins spinning around in circles and just stomping and then jumps on the front of the transport truck, drives its claws into the front of it and falls backwards with it, kind of suplexing this truck causing the ice to further shatter and sending Vale flying because they were on the roof. Um, You see Vale slide off on the ice into the distance far enough that you can barely see them because of the haze. And then the spider hits the ground on its back and its legs curl up into itself. And you have defeated my big spider. Tundrantula? Tundra What was the? Was it? I guess we don't know. It's actually life science. Can I do a life science on it? We. I was the only one that hasn't done it yet. I think. Sure. I'll, I'll roll it too. Just. This is the perfect time to do it. Never mind. I rolled a two. Eighteen. So, rolled a two. Doesn't matter. Um. You know what? For an eighteen, I can give you uh some things. It's called an Ursica. Ooh, fun. And the important thing to know. I'm not going to give you any like. You've killed it, so you don't really know need to know anything about it. Um, The thing that you do need to know about it, though, is this thing is not native to me. In fact, it's not native to Castle Mall. Wait, so where where would it do do we know where it would have been grabbed from? Fuck me. Okay. Oh, well, write that in my notes. We did pretty well. That could have gone worse. As you say that, Cody, (laughs) you hear what sounds like an elevator cord snapping and you hear it echo throughout the entire frozen lake of a and then you see again that explosion of ice and snow coming from the cracks and the transport truck beside you drops into a dark chasm below and all of the ice around you begins sliding into it I'm going to need you guys to give me some athletics checks please Okay. 27. 24. 32. Perfect. You all recognize what's about to happen and get up to your feet and begin running as the platform or the, the chunk of ice that you're on begins going diagonal almost at a 45 degree. You manage to get to the top of it and jump to the next piece of ice as it's sliding 
off as well. Please give me an acrobatics check as you land and see if you land or stick the landing. Oh, yeah. My bread and butter. 23. I got a 20. 28. You guys all jump and land on the ice. Cody, your foot slips for a second, but you're able to get a hand down to steady yourself. Duran, you do a little roll and uh, or don't even miss a beat. Merrick, you land with the the uh, help of your descent thrusters. They kick off just in time to sort of like melt the snow out of the way and you are able to land clean and neat. Uh, give me some perception checks as well, please. Uh, 11. 22. Um, let's see. 22 as well. Cool. Duran and Cody, you notice in the distance the orange eyes that are watching you begin to ascend up. There's a orange glow that surrounds them and they begin ascending into the sky, but they're still watching. I can take a shot at them with my rifle. Uh, uh, yep. Okay. You're going to take a shit ton of penalties. That's fine. That 20, baby. Uh, 24. EAC. Uh, you miss. <laughs> okay. Where's Vale? Yeah, that's a great question. You don't see Vale. Huh. Okay, so we have missing Vale. With those perception checks, you also see that the cracks are now not only coming from behind you, but have begun encircling the sides and are now uh, cracking in front of you. So there's now a full 360 crack around the the ice that you're on and it begins just falling and plummeting and you're currently on a center column of ice that begins slipping off to the side you can hear the ice below it cracking with weight and you guys all feel a drop for a second as uh, a piece of ice below it gives way and the central column that you're on drops again and then you feel it begin to slide Shit, Everyone give me reflex saves, please. Anything we can do about this? Darn to me when you get the chance. Can I do athletics or acrobatics checks instead? Uh, this is No, this is a reflex. How's an old tan gonna suit you? I can't believe I am rolling like garbage on my reflex save, which is my best, my best save. I got a 14. Okay, what did you get, Merrick? Uh, 20. You see Cody slip, and he slams his head on the back of the ice, that sort of like stuns him just long enough to slide off the edge and into the chasm below. Durin, you're able to sort of like scramble around and try to keep your footing, but as you descend down on this column of ice, one of the ice blocks from above falls and cracks you on the head as well. And you just are just out. And once again, the limp, lifeless body of Durin uh, slides off into the darkness. Durin, no! Uh, Merrick, what would you like to do? Okay, is there an area where I think I could jump into the chasm and not have ice fall on top of me? Like, is, is there a place that seems less likely of ice fall? You are currently in, imagine a, a big pillar of ice. That's what you're on right now that's slowly tipping to the side. Then there is a chasm all around you into darkness that you cannot see down and shelves of ice are just peeling off and cracking so it would be difficult but if you want to give me another reflex save you can try to avoid them on your way down i'm gonna activate strength of purpose so i do want to remind you you can do that once a day okay i'm gonna save it yeah i'm just gonna go into graviton mode then and then i'm going to make a reflex check to try to leap off this pillar in a way where i can push it away from where i think my friends fell and jump down hopefully without ice falling on top of me. Okay. 
That's going to be an 18. You jump off the pillar and you're able to see Cody and Durin disappear into the darkness below. And as you are trying to figure out a way to get to them or push this column away from them, another block of ice clips your descent thrusters and you feel the off balance of it, of losing one of them, but the other one going, you begin spiraling uh, in the air in a free fall. And once again, you clip the side of the wall and blackout. The last thing you see is the roof or the, the top of this chasm closing in on top of you and those orange eyes in the haze looking down. Hello, it is Space GM Dane here to do the things. First and foremost, I hope you're enjoying the episode. Second, if you hear strange goblin noises, that is probably because Oliver has broken into my uh, little studio here and refuses to leave. So that is just him purring in his weird little gremlin way. I guess the most important thing and, and the most exciting thing to announce is we will be at Fan Expo this year in Toronto. We will be at the Canadian Podcast Awards booth once again. We don't have our schedule yet. Uh, we will release that as soon as we know it, as soon as we know what's happening. We might have some additional really cool news to go along with it. But again, we don't have our schedule yet. And the second we do, you will know about it. The best place to keep up to date on that kind of stuff is our Discord. So if you would like to come hang out with us or come see us uh, or potentially take part in the cool thing that we can't really talk about yet, heading over to our Discord is probably the best way to keep up to date in all of that sort of information. So head on over to noquestcast.com, click the Discord link, and you will be invited in to a wonderful community. It's not just for information, but also for camaraderie and loveliness. Everyone there is so kick-ass. We have a great time, and we would love for you to join us. Next up, we are partnered with our very good friends over at MistyMountainGaming.com. If you have any requirements for any sort of gaming needs, whether it's dice or accessories or uh, bags to carry all your stuff, if you're the DM who has books and laptops and all that stuff you got to get from one place to another, they've got it. They've got everything you could ever need for all of your tabletop RPG needs. And we have a very cool coupon for you. Just use NoQuest10 at checkout in order to save yourself 10% off the entire store. Once again, use the code NoQuest10 at MissyMountainGaming.com to save yourself 10% off the entire store. That's going to do it for this week. We will see you in two weeks' time, and we hope you enjoy the next episode. Cody. Mm-hmm. You are sitting in a very nice car. Across from you sits Jalen Mezzo. And it's raining hard. It's difficult to see out the windows, but you know you are on a uh, industrial street. And you're near a factory that supposedly the people who took Alpha are keeping him. It's been a few weeks since he's been taken. And they've been tense. But Mezo finally called you and got you ready. There's a tense silence as the car rolls to a stop. The sound of rain pounding on the metal roof. And Mezo leans forward and says, Alpha is in there. And I need you to get him. I will. And I'm going to kill everybody in there too. Mezo nods and 
presses a button on the central console in between you. And the layout of the factory appears and a couple pictures of people appear. And at the bottom of it, there is a name that says Cadrigal's Keepers. And you know them as a human supremacy group. When humans first arrived in Casamal, uh, there were a group of humans who felt like they deserved something more than the cube and were entitled to a, a, a planet. And there was a small group of human extremists who tried to fight and uh, sabotage and try to take over places. It was unsuccessful, but they were violent and they were ruthless. And it seems to be it's this group that has taken Alpha. What, uh, what do I have weapon-wise? Funny you ask. Mezo leans back and says, Kill them all, Cody. That's what you were made for. And leans back into the shadows and you only see his hands nervously fidgeting with his wedding ring. As the door opens and the driver lets you out, he brings you around back to the trunk of the car and opens it up, and it is any and every kind of weapon that you want. I'm going to take out a katana and, like, twin pistols, but, like, big, like, heavy-gauge pistols. Okay. Once you've made your selection, the driver closes it again, uh, circles back around, gets in the car, and drives off. From the map, do I know where they're keeping Alpha? Uh, yeah, you know it's sort of like dead center. Uh, there is like a, it's, it's sort of like a manufacturing plant, and mm-hmm. then there is like an over, like a foreman's office in the middle uh, with stairs leading up to it. Okay. Are, is there anywhere I could get in from the wind, from the roof? Because I would want to like secure Alpha first and fight out from there. No, it looks like the the only way in would be uh, there's like these huge barn double sliding doors. And that seems to be the only point of entry. I go up and I knock. As you walk and approach, you see that there are about 10 guys outside manning the place. And as you walk towards them, your memory stops. And there's like almost like a cut, like when you uh, tape over something on a VHS, there's a bit of a flicker. And when the memory picks back up, there is, you're covered in blood, your katana drenched, the sides of the walls and the doors covered in blood. And the 10 men that were there are dead and in the most gruesome fashion possible. And in your hands, you hold the head of one of the men and the doors are open and once again you see a small battalion of men all aiming their guns at you and then once again your memory stops and when you come back to you're standing in a room drenched in blood and Alpha is looking up at you. Alpha I found you. Durin. Oh yes. You're standing on a ridge overlooking the valley where this small settlement is, your target location. Hmm. It shields the small settlement, uh, this mountain range, from most of the snow. It's uh, fairly well protected. The wind isn't quite as biting here, the snow a lot lower, and Dirk is scanning the area with a pair of binoculars. Can I, I'll do the same through my scope as we're kind of like just viewing viewing the area. Yeah, and you can see that it's uh, th- there isn't a whole lot of like activity there, there aren't uh, guards. 
there aren't any sort of signs of uh, tail clan insignia. But the the houses are small and simple. Uh, you can see that there is like a triage set up outside of the hospital, which is easily the biggest building. It's a three story building, but the the triage is empty. It doesn't seem to be needed anymore. But at some point in time, they they were in a desperate enough situation that they needed a, a additional medical facilities. You know, it has to be desperate if they were willing to be out in this kind of cold uh, yeah. to treat to treat people. But there's there's definitely a lack of people, right? Yes. Um, you can see that there are lights on in some of the houses and definitely in the hospital. Um, so there are people here. It's not empty. There's no guards the way that like compounds have usually. Something smells off. Don't forget, mate. It's, it's a civilian settlement. This isn't a military compound. But we know there's supposed to be a military presence here. It doesn't make sense. They could be using the hospital. If they're, if they're meant to be keeping them safe, like that's the whole point, right? If you're going to station clan insignia everywhere kind of ruins the point okay how are we how do you want to approach typical demolition job um and dirk opens up the small pad that shows the schematics of the hospital that you guys were studying together before you left and you see that there is like a sub level and then there are these like different points located on exterior walls and dirk pulls one of the satchels that he was carrying and hands it to you and he says I'll take the exterior walls. You do the support columns. Once we're out, we'll detonate together to ensure full collapse. Got it? Got it. You'll be entering through a maintenance tunnel below. I'll sneak in from up top. Any other intel we have on this place beyond... Do we have an actual location for the uh, the target? He sighs and once again presses a button and it's the whole hospital gets highlighted. He says, this ain't a precision job, mate. I uh, I take off my uh, my little receiver thing and pull it away. Why don't we make it a precision job? Uh, he takes his out as well and looks at you and he says, all right, we'll try. I said we do this our way. I'll go in from the top. You go in through the bottom. We'll meet in the middle until we find them. If you locate them, you radio me. If I find them, I'll tell you. We'll do. I'll plant the charges as backup. All right. Uh, and he pops his uh, radio back in. Okay, and I do the same. Uh, and he begins sliding down the side of the mountain, and there is a small hatch that leads into the maintenance tunnels uh, to the right of you. Yeah, see you on the other side. Uh, he gives you a little, like, you know, salute with two fingers. <laughs> um, as you uh, head down into the maintenance tunnels, uh, you can hear, uh, like, a weird slapping sound. Uh, like, a, okay. like a, like a, I don't know, it, it's hard to, but like a, like a boop. And then a rolling, and then a, and then a rolling, and then a, and then a rolling. Um, how would you like to approach? I mean, stealthily, of course. But um, do you want stealth or perception first? No, it, it, there's perception won't like you can hear it. There's okay, okay. Um, so cool. Yeah, give me a stealth check. Um, I got a twenty-eight. Perfect. You creep down this hallway into the maintenance tunnels into the subsection underneath the hospital and as you peek around you see two young Yasokis kicking a soccer ball back and forth oh god damn it and you notice something else one of them has no tail which is a sign of uh, the tail clan but the other one has the dyed red teeth of the fang clan oh fuck okay I uh, will pull away and try to radio Dirk. Like, I think the situation just got a little bit more complicated. Oh, 
Let's keep going. Okay, give me another stealth check. 24. As you are creeping from pillar to pillar, you kick a bottle that goes skittering across the ground and the two boys like whip their heads around to see you and one of them yells, go tell them, someone's here. And one of the boys begins booking it. Oh, okay. All right, what kind of equipment do I have? Whatever you would normally, I'm, I'm gonna, I assume that Durin now, as strong as you are, is Durin in his prime. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna make me shoot a kid, Dane. <laughs> I'm not making you do anything. The one that's running uh, begins like just full sprinting. And yeah. the one he was playing with uh, pulls out a gun and just gives him covering fire. And he just begins like peppering you with shots, forcing you into cover. Merrick, you remember the first night that you and Azin spent together and you're in a fairly nice hotel. You wake up and see Azin shirtless sitting on the side of the bed, his spine being illuminated by those blue lights that occasionally flicker underneath his skin, his veins like a map of waterways through his body and he's leaning forward resting his arms on his knees and when he hears you stir he doesn't turn around but says I'm sorry did I wake you up uh, uh, no no not at all Merrick just goes over and sort of just puts his two hands on his back starts tracing out the veins a little bit yeah he flinches for a second at first touch and then relaxes Again, remembering that it's your hands that are touching him. And still without turning around, he says, what would you say is your favorite part of the tempering? What's what's your favorite thing that you've seen or done or experienced? Well, I could say the freedom, the choice, the lack of rigid rules uh, to be able to wake up when I want to wake up and go to sleep when I want to go to sleep. But what showed me all of that was you, Asin. It's been a lot at once these last couple weeks, but I've learned, I've grown, I, I'm becoming a better person, independent. He finally turns around and shifts so that he can see you and sighs. What if, what if I told you that you would never see me again? I'd be devastated, but a part of me realizes that's what you are. Obviously, I'd like for this to this fun, this energy to go on for as long as possible, but if I kept you anywhere, locked into anything, then you'd stop being yourself. A soft smile creeps across his face and he rests a hand on your head and rubs it with his thumb and looks down at you for too long without saying anything and then crawls back into bed with you, letting you wrap your arms around him and he says... You know what I like most about you, Merrick? When it's all over, you'll be strong enough that I won't need to save you. And he wraps his arms around yours. Durin, you're the first to wake. A trickle okay. of blood dripping beside you is the first thing you hear. The drip, drip, drip. And when your eyes finally open, you look around and realize that you are in a cavern of some sort. These iced 
tunnels underneath the lake. You have no idea how far down you are or where exactly you are, but there is light somehow as if the there was a source of light coming from just behind the ice walls, but it wouldn't make any sense and you don't know how or where it would come from. But you do a quick scan of the room and you see Cody and you see Merrick um, not moving. What would you like to do? I know Cody took a big big fall, so I'm going to approach Cody first and uh, probably do a medicine check. Uh, how hurt am I as I get up? Um, well, that's a good question. I'm... No, I'm not going to make you take any damage here. Okay. You can if you want. I don't mind. No, no. It's fine. Do it. <laughs> yeah, roll your medicine check on Cody as you approach him. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> not doing too great. Uh, well, not bad. Uh, 19. Um, he's alive. He seems to have taken a, a big cool. fall, heavy hit. Yeah. Um, but with a, a little bit of effort, you're able to coax him back to consciousness. Uh, Cody, you roll over on your back and you see Durin looking down at you and the, once again, this like cavern above you, all the ice has sort of like piled in above you and it has caved in whatever cavern this is, but there is uh, there's a tunnel off to the left. Oh. So there is an exit. Okay. Well, again, that could have gone worse. And I hop up the front of my like chest is like shredded from all those yeah. attacks. Yeah, but like, I'm like, how are you doing, Darren? I've been better, and I just keep my answer, Kurt, because I think I'm, pr- I think Kurt, I'm pretty pissed at Cody right now as I go over and deal with Merrick. I walk over, wakey wakey, Merrick. You guys don't need uh, to do a check or anything. Once you guys actually interact with them, uh, Merrick, you come to as well, <sighs> and you guys are now uh, awake and uh, conscious in this cavern. There is a tunnel leading out of it, and you are in this natural tunnel system deep underneath the frozen lake of knee oh we might we might be dead i feel pretty alive yeah anybody's um, seen veil yeah as i would say it's search our immediate surroundings for veil very quickly he got he got flung pretty far i doubt he's anywhere nearby okay it's gonna be a 27 perception um you do a pretty thorough look uh lifting up some of the chunks of ice and debris not here uh, and you don't see him not here either how stable okay. is this room? I kick the floor. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Actually, as you do that, ooh, ooh, oh, that tilted me. I don't know why that tilted me so hard. Holy shit. Merrick, when Cody kicks the floor like that, uh, it doesn't make the sound that ice would make. It makes almost like a like a ceramic tile sound. This is made by man. Seems pretty sturdy to me. I kick it again. So... <laughs> oh my god. Do you think if we right. break break through it, there's something below? I like pull my hammer off my back. Yeah, uh, we don't need to go that far. We should just find Veil. We're in their territory. I'm assuming we're in giant caverns. Enough for giant creatures to crawl through? Um, it's pretty big, yeah. Okay. We sh- I, my instinct is for us to rest, get some of our energy back, and then get Veil and then get the hell out of here. I'm good to go. I think we have to deal with a particular threat right now. Why? What? What'd you hear? And I'm just looking at Cody. I'm like, Cody, you currently, you are a danger to all of us right now. I don't think that's true at all. Look, I put my hammer away. See? Cody, why are you bleeding? What are you talking about? Before the spider ever laid hands or legs on you, me and Darren both noticed blood coming from your shirt. What? No, I think that was just blood from after the spider. Oh, he did get me. And I looked down and like, I'm shredded. 
and you see I'm just noticing for the first time. I like pull my the spider, right? Pull my shirt open and you see like a bullet hole in the side where I'd been shot in the warehouse. We're gonna take some time, take ten minutes to rest, then we're gonna move together as a unit. I don't think it's as bad as it looks. It I don't feel anything. I'm just like Well that's the issue. Putting a finger in the bullet hole. What makes warriors like ourselves stronger and better than robots or drones or is that we feel by being able to feel pain, our surroundings, our environment, it makes us react quicker. In those moments when we're hurt and down, we're able to use that as strength. If you're losing that ability, Cody, because of an overwhelming sense of loss, you're at a risk to yourself. I just did what you guys told me. Then let us do what I'm telling you right now and rest for 10 minutes and then be on our way. Okay, I'll rest for now. It's like leaning against the wall. Okay, make sure you all take a resolve point out. Yep, good call. I was at two stamina. <laughs> yeah, I was also at two stamina. <laughs> Heal up your stamina. Oh, so what you're saying is I should have made the spider harder. <laughs> no. Let no. me just make a note for all of the upcoming enemies. I think more status effects would be better, honestly. More status effects. Two spiders. With rolls like I do, I'm not sure you need to make anybody stronger. All right, so I sort of get all our belongings together, making sure we didn't lose anything in the fall. And whatever direction that I think Vale was in, when they fell, we'll just start. We only have one way to go right now. Oh, yep. and that's the way we'll go. Yeah, there's just one tunnel leading out of this this room. And once again, Merrick, every time you guys take a step, the ice sounds like you are in not ice. Like it's it, And it's also not slippery. Uh, Durin and Cody, you, you are still sort of like, you know, have to be careful with your steps. Merrick, you don't feel that if it literally feels like a a finished floor why would they make so much fake ice wait why is it different for us what do you mean is that Niall asking or cody asking that's uh, Niall. i don't know okay cody wouldn't realize well when merrick says why would they make so much fake ice uh the two of you give me another will save please uh that's going to be a 22 you hear it once merrick says it you notice that your footsteps and your grip changes. The floor isn't ice. It looks like it, but it's not. Dern, what did you get? Um, I got an 11. Uh, you don't know what they're talking about. Huh, weird. I'm like tapping my foot on the floor. <laughs> As you guys are walking through this tunnel, you, you walked for about five or ten minutes. Um, and in the distance, you hear a scraping noise. Fairly inconsistent. But every now and then, you just hear like a... Okay. Guys, I thought this was ice like one minute ago, but it's not. What's up with that? I don't know what you're talking about. The ground's not ice, Durin. Look at it. Uh, Durin, give me another will save, please. <laughs> Lower. <laughs> Nine. It's fucking ice, Cody. Merrick, what's what's he playing at? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's one of his, like, assassin ploys. I don't... Maybe he... In case we're being watched, he doesn't want anyone to know that he doesn't know. You know what I mean? I'm confused. What the fuck are you, you guys, talking about? You guys tell me to, to do things, but then he's playing games. Is this a joke? Is this all a big I, joke? I, I love I have it. a rod that can maybe dispel the illusion, but I'm trying to wait to see if there's a better spot for me to do that. I'm going to stealth ahead to see what huh. the noise is while these two <laughs> discuss the ice that's not really ice, despite it is ice. Sure. Um. Let's see. I got a 38. Yeah, you managed to sneak up to the next corner of the tunnel. And as you peek over around the corner, you see what looks like a person horizontally frozen into the ice in, in the wall. Ah, uh, is that where the noise is coming from or? 
it it kind of sounds like it, but there's no noise right now. Um, this person is wearing a purple jumpsuit, and it seems mm-hmm. like they are missing their arms. Um, I will skitter back to the <laughs> to the argument about the ice. We already have a dead one frozen in the ice. Something something sketchy's up ahead. All right, let's move. But there is no ice. So I will say the the walls are ice. Oh, okay, floor so it just doesn't floor. seem. Right. Yes, but I still say it because now I think Duran's playing a joke. So I'm like, but there's no ice at all. As you guys uh, walk past, I assume you're you're walking past the body. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yes. I want to exam. We want to examine a little bit, right? Like, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Give me a perception check. Eleven, fourteen, or fifteen. Twenty-three. American um, Cody, you look at this poor soul who's been encased in ice somehow. Uh, arms have been sheared off, like almost perfectly. Like it looks like someone just sort of like popped the arms off of like a toy. And uh, they are completely horizontal, their face looking directly out, almost like a missile. But they are dead. At least until Durin sees it blink. Uh, and then the mouth open. Okay. And slowly bite down as it tries to scrape the ice away from it. You hear that horrible noise. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> its eyes looking at you in what you thought was just a dead blank stare, but rather fear and pain. I, I just start going to work on the ice. Uh, I like my gun is fire. I'm not sure if I can do anything with that to help, like, maybe melt the ice a bit. But like, he's alive as I just start working on it. We should probably leave him there. He could be an enemy. Let's keep going. He might know what's going on. Doubtful. Okay. Like, Dern's too tilted to fucking have a conversation with Cody right now. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> He's too tilted. What What are you guys doing? Let's excavate him. Okay. Um, you guys manage to start, uh, you know, Dern, you're, you're blasting off to the side and using the, the, the heat of the muzzle of your gun. Merrick, you're using your Solarian blade to to carve out. Uh, Cody, are you helping at all? No. Okay. Um, it takes about like 15, 20 minutes to finally get the front of his face exposed. And as soon as he, you get him out, he begins gasping for air. And this thick black and red ooze just like pours out of his mouth like a faucet. Has he been gooped? I left my hammer. And then he looks at you and he just goes, kill me, kill me. Okay. I hit him with my hammer. Yeah, you do. And he's dead. You just cave his face in. Told you guys. I start walking down the hallway. It's torture. They're imprisoning people, trying to keep them alive so they suffer. Who are these people? Uh, Merrick draws a picture of the person as much as he can remember then without their face caved in into his book. <laughs> okay. As you guys are continuing down, um, there's another bend, and you hear... Uh, uh, from around the corner. All right. Let's, hide. Let's take a peek. Let's take a peek. Uh, as you round the corner, you see that there is a Sheeran half submerged in the ice. His upper body is uh, slumped forward, but once he sees you, he, he pushes himself up, and with the last little bit of strength that he has, he reaches his hands upwards like he's trying to reach something and then slowly tips his head back and goes, uh, and when you look up, you see a pair of legs dangling 
uh, and frantically kicking. Oh, should we can, just can we can pull we, them out? Should we just get this over with? Well, you can you can see that it's just a torso in the the ice, and then you can assume their legs above them. Shit. Um, okay, can I free the torso? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, the whole time he's just like, uh, uh, yeah. You can see that there is a puddle of that blackish red goop all over around him as well. Shit. Okay. Is there any point for a medicine check at this point? Like he's fucked. I mean, do a medicine check. Yeah. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Um, I got a 34. Cool. A couple things you can learn about this. Nice. One, the bisection of them is impossibly perfect. Like it is a clean right down the middle cut. There's no indication of heat or like a blade. It just seems like screwed off and then just like split perfectly. I, I don't know what did this, but it's precise, like scary precise. Hey, are you with us, man? Are you with us? Where, where are they? Where are the rest? The rest of what? One second at a time. My, t- my team. Where's my team? We're, we're gonna find them. Who did this to you? We were just, we were just working. And then, and in the distance, you hear the sound of feet slapping against the floor. But it's a lot of feet. It's too many feet. And as you are talking to this man who is just a bisected torso. Two creatures come sprinting out of the tunnels off to the side, and it's fucking bad. Uh, multiple legs branch out at the knee and bend in human ways. Occasionally, a face will press out of the flesh in the chest, let out a blood-curdling scream, and disappear back into the flesh. Arms are cascading out of the torso and shoulders, resulting in a tangled mess of limbs, their bones piercing through flesh and impaling into the other arms. Tongues, fingers, toes wriggle out of the creature's neck and forearms. A set of mouths on the lower abdomen gurgle and gag on that thick blackish red ooze. Their eyes are black and glossy. Its jaw hangs slack with only a labored breathing and pain moans escaping as its elongated tongue pushes loose teeth out only to be immediately replaced by new ones. Everyone roll me some initiative. We're in hell now. Yeah. When did Terry start DMing? (laughs) Merrick, what'd you get? 22. Cody? Uh, 13. Durin. I got 18. Oh, shit. There you go, Durin. There you go. Finally. Okay. Uh, Merrick, you're going first. Be gone, you foul demon. Uh, Merrick's going to go into photon mode, charge up, and just try to kill the scariest thing he's ever seen in his life. Um, with a miss, because it's a two on the dice. Okay, well, give me, what's the, what's the total? Uh, the total is 16. Oh, okay, yeah, now. Cody, or sorry, Durin, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to activate my, um, cloaking field and hide in plain sight. And my stealth is a 34. Uh, yep. I guess that's just, like, it's hiding, right? He has to do a perception. It looks directly at you. Oh, cool. It can sense life. It's a, it's a demon sent from hell. I'm, I'm actually believing Merrick at this point. Like, why? Uh, all right. It is Cody's turn. There's two of them, right? There's two, yes. Uh, I'm going to run up to the one that uh, Merrick didn't go to. 
God damn it. Suman 18 isn't going to do it? It is not, no. My rolls have been such shit. The one that Merrick went up to, its jaw is just laying like slack as if it's not connected to anything. And then you hear it go, and as it does, you see this like glob starting to emerge out from the back of its throat. It's like a sack. And then it pops and a flood of insects come filling the room. And Durin and Merrick are both going to have to give me uh, fortitude saves, please. Okay. Demon. Oh, my. Oh, I am rolling like garbage. <laughs> uh, 20. 10. Cool. Uh, oh, you're also going to have to give me a reflex save, please. Natural 20. 24. Damn. Do I need a reflex save as well? Or are you good? Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> 16. Uh, okay. Uh, Durin, you take 10 points of damage. Okay. And you are not feeling well as these insects begin stinging you. Your vision blurs and suddenly the colors all seem to be all fucked up and you almost drop everything you're holding. And it just feels like your fingers are fat and like weird. Uh, I don't I don't feel so good, guys. Um, Merrick, what did you get on your fortitude save again? Uh, fortitude was 21. Or 20, exactly. It was 20, exactly. Okay. Then you're only going to take five points of damage, and you feel okay. Be gone, foul devil. The one that was looking at you, Aaron, the one that is currently beside Cody, he hasn't taken his eye off you. Um, You're going to have to give me... Okay, I was joking about the more status effect (laughs) comment before. Uh, Give me a will save, please. All right, all right, not bad. Dirty 20. All right, you are only going to take half here. Of 7d10. No, no. What? What? Holy shit, dude. Is Dane just doing math? A terrifying amount of math. It's actually not that bad. I only, I did roll that great. Um, You take uh, 12 points of damage as you feel your brain beginning to be assaulted by images that make no sense to you. You see (sighs) just like absolute chaos. You see things that shouldn't exist. Uh, you see yourself in one of their faces for a second, but you're able to shake it off. What the fuck, dude? I'm getting like even more fucked up mind flare vibes from these things. And that now it's uh, now it's Merrick's turn. Uh, first one's a miss. Second one is a 24. That will hit. Things just get, keep getting more and more fucked up around here. And Merrick's just like, when's it gonna stop? There's gotta be a limit. Um, that's oh, what that's shitty roll. 22 points of damage okay what are you hitting what are you aiming for here like the any of the scary faces that pop up like (laughs) i'm just trying to figure out where its source of power is i guess or free the damned souls i believe they're living inside this demon so i'm trying to puncture it and like it because it feels like it's like a sack like a plastic like it's holding stuff in right yeah yeah it doesn't look good uh all right Duran, it's your turn what the fuck can I do? Um, you're, <laughs> what are you're my okay. options? You have to give me a fortitude save. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Not bad. Not bad. We're, we might be coming back. Uh, that's an 18. Ooh. You managed to shake it. That that oh. influx of images uh, that assaulted you kind of snaps you back out of it. Um, and you're able to shake off this, this disease. Okay. Cool. Ooh. Ooh, good thing I got my vaccines. 
<laughs> uh, so you are you're good. All right. Um, I want to do a trick attack on the one that that uh, Merrick is uh, showing down on. Okay. Nice. Uh, my stealth is a um, thirty-seven. You're good. And then I'm going to do a harrowing fire. I beat the fifteen uh, DC. So uh, Merrick, when you make your next attack and it and it connects, uh, add four D eight to the damage. Beautiful. That's my turn. Cool. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. Uh, Cody's going to play whack-a-mole with faces with his hammer. Two attacks. <laughs> God damn it! Holy shit. I, I, I miss both. You are hitting them in the face as they pop up, and it does nothing. Yeah, I got a 14 and a 13. The only thing you're doing is making the faces remain. They don't disappear, so they just have oh, destroyed no. faces on them. Oh, no. Yeah, since you're making it worse. <laughs> but Niall's horrified, but Cody's just like, these guys are weird. Uh, it's their turn. The one that's in front of you, Cody, is going to uh, attempt to hit you. Ooh, not great. That's a 22 KAC? Nope. Wow. I was going to say, I feel like you guys are higher than that now. Um, oh, yeah, first time forever an attack hasn't hit. Yeah, and then only missed by two. Merrick, uh, you know, give me a will save. Uh, 18. Okay. Ooh, that was a much better roll. Uh, you succeeded as you are uh, fighting this thing um, and you bury your blade into it. One of the faces reaches over to your ear and whispers nonsense, garbled nonsense. But whatever it is, it, it gets in your brain like a drill uh, and you take 24 points of damage. Are these a Dane original monster, Dane? I'll never tell. <laughs> Feels like they are. Feels like they are. <laughs> it is Merrick's turn again. All right. Um, Merrick, to try to calm himself and center himself, I'm going to start saying some like just old Kasathan prayers that I used to have to like recite as a kid in Kasathan just to sort of center myself with all these heresy being spoken in my ear. Uh, they begin saying them with you. <laughs> yeah, so much. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, first attack. Um, it's going to be Remember 18. Just, 18 doesn't do it. 18 does not do it. Okay. So much for the uh, the extra damage. Oh, is it only the first attack? Only the first. Oh, shit. The next one was definitely going to hit. It's like a 26. Like I'll read it real quick, but I'm pretty sure it's only the one attack. Uh, well, 26 does hit. Oh, no. It, it just says for the Herring Fire, if the next ally to attack the target hits. And as far as I know, we follow those rules. So I think you can add the 4d8 yeah. to it. I love it. 48. Awesome. Yeah. I, it's actually my favorite because it has a nice, like, it has a low 8 uh, DC mm -hmm. to make it follow through after my trick. So it's really I'll, nice. Uh, I'll allow this if, as long as it's the same person. Like, if Merrick missed both and then Cody tried, I would say no because it says the next yeah. ally. Yeah. 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 No, it's specific about that part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. Cool. Um, that's going to be 46 points of damage. Okay. So Merrick like is terrified, but like knowing that like Duran has his back, I put a little bit of effort into it, match our tempo and uh, Duran's bullets and my blade sort of hit him at the same time in different spots. Perfect. Duran's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to do my trick attack, but on the other one, uh, the one that, uh, which one was staring at me? Was it Cody's or Merrick's? No, that was Cody's. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to focus my attention on Cody's and I'm going to do another trick attack and do hopefully another setup and strike. Uh, my stealth is a 32 mm -hmm. and I am going to do the same where I'm going to do a harrowing fire and I fail. No, <laughs> I you're a, like, Oh, it's a low DC. 
It is, it is, but, uh, you know, I rolled a two on the die, and that just doesn't do it. So I got a 13 on the a 15 DC, I believe. Well, Dang. on the upside, I've been missing every hit, so. <laughs> so, so much for that. Um, never mind. Just keep doing your thing, man. You got it. All right, Cody, it's your turn. Not two attacks. Nat 20. Let's go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why? Oh, I'll just hit God this damn it. God damn it, Dan. Oh, don't... S- I appreciate it. I appreciate the nightmares you're throwing at us. I can't give you a Terry arc without doing it. Oh my god, I love it. That is 58 points of damage. Uh, do you have a critical effect? I have knockdown. Okay, well I believe knockdown doesn't have a DC. I believe so. So it is prone. Okay, yeah, as I'm just like getting frustrated. So this time I just put all my force in it, slam it to the ground, uh, doing the most damage I think I've done this entire campaign, and I'm going to take my next tech. Ooh, that's a 24. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it takes a minus mm-hmm. a minus four, so yep. For 31 more points of bludgeoning and electrical damage. Shit, man, imagine if Tr- Durant's thing went off there. Oh my An god, 48 on that? Would have been filthy. Dirty. Oh, would have been great. Dirty. Though it doesn't get doubled, though, unfortunately. I mean, still. Alright, um, they're still going, but uh, they're both kind of Kind of in a bad way. Uh, it's their turn. The one that's on the ground is just going to open its mouth and it releases its big old bug sack thing. Um, and oh, I hate that you used that word. I hate that you called it a bug sack. I hate it. <laughs> um, it's a big slimy sack that pops, <laughs> but the, like the sack, but the sack stays there. So he like spits out. Almost like the skin of a grape. Is this uh, from that TikTok uh, comment you made last night? Is this is this connected? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, just so everyone is clear and knows what I was, I was watching a bunch of pimple popper videos. But no, this is this is unrelated. That was personal time, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already knew you were a freak because you came up with these things, Dane. But it's good that the audience knows. Um, so Cody and Duran, please give me fortitude saves. Okay. God damn it. It was on a 13, and then it mm-hmm. was not. Yeah. Okay, well, you got to tell me what it is. My total is a 13. Ah, okay. Uh, I got a 16 total. The bugs begin crawling into your mouth and your ears, um, and you guys don't feel great. Uh, now give me some reflex saves, please. Oh, nat 20. Nice. Uh, that's going to be an 18. Okay. Uh, Durin, you're able to uh, nimbly dodge out of the way because of your invasion, so you're not going to take any damage. Oh, hell yeah. And Cody, you're going to take... Uh, you take eight points of damage, piercing damage, okay. Okay. as the bugs that are climbing into your mouth are also stinging you. Fun. Merrick, the one in front of you is just going to try to hit you. Be my guest, devil. Uh, that's a 32. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, that is 13 points of damage, and give me a fortitude save, please. That's going to be a 16. All right. You also don't feel great as this thing uh, smashes you with its hand. As it does, one of the hands just rips open and more of those bugs pour out. And it's Merrick's turn. Um, So I do need to start your round off with a fortitude save. That's going to be a 19. You succeed. Uh, You manage to spit out some of the bugs that managed to crawl into you. Okay. Making two attacks, trying to bring this thing down. Um, 20. Uh, That is not enough. How's a 30 do, Dane? 30 is enough. Uh, 24 points of damage. 
All right. Oh, it's barely holding on. Oh, God damn it. I could just land two of my attacks. Okay, that's it for Merrick. Uh, Durin, it's your turn. Uh, the All one right. in front of Merrick is, you can see it like uh, its limbs hanging limp. It's barely standing. Um, mm-hmm. And the one in front of Cody is on the ground. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my triple attack uh, so I can split up the targets a little bit. It will get plus four for being prone against. Yeah, I know. So that way I can like take out the one that Merrick's sure. dealing with and then focus my attention on yours a little bit. But it's I feel like putting all the damage in one place is a bad idea. So first attack, it's minus four for these, right? I don't usually do multiple attacks. Yes. <laughs> Not one. Cool. <laughs> um, so that's a 16. Cool. Cool. EAC. Cool. Cool. And then I got a 18 on my last one. Not enough. Well, now I'm out of ammo. <laughs> and those are EAC, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I got to reload next turn. Cool. Cool. That, not my not my game. <laughs> not my wheelhouse. Cool. You pepper the one in front of Merrick with shots, but it's landing into limbs and faces that are already dead. Cody, it's your turn. Uh, two attacks on this prone boy. Okay. That's a 21. Yeah. That's going to be 31 points of damage. How do you kill it? Is there any head that like isn't there is there's one on the top where like a head should be. Yeah, I'm crushing that. Sure. Yeah. You flatten it and it crumples to the ground. Uh, how far away? I can't five foot and hit. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Anyway, that's how the rules work. Can I throw my weapon? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to throw my hammer at the one that uh, (laughs) that would be amazing. (laughs) Nope. That's a (laughs) that's a Nine? Oh no, sorry, it's a 13. It's a 13. You throw your hammer and it misses, hits the side of the wall, and it like slides across the ice and like like a hockey puck when you shoot it into the corner, it just like loops around and it goes like sliding down into the hallway or into <laughs> the other tunnel. Huh. Really thought that would work. It's the last one's go, um, and it's going to take another attack on Merrick. That's a nat one. You know, it has so little HP. Yeah, it's oh. it goes to it goes to take a swipe at you. It slips, hits the fucking like ice face first and just doesn't get up or move. It has two HP left. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> as these things hit the ground and die, you see another person in the reflection of the ice coming down from the same tunnels they came from wearing the same sort of purple jumpsuit that has a logo on it now that you can see it properly uh it says dissec uh so d-y dash s-e-c and he stumbles out and he's like what where where am i what happened what is this i'm gonna go get my hammer (laughs) Um, I uh, I would hope you would have answers for us, friend. Where, where, where am I? You're buried in ice uh, beneath the surface of knee. When you say that, he looks at you and he says, "No, no, it's not possible. Knee was destroyed." Oh dear. What? What was destroyed? Knee, knee, knee was destroyed in the Unity War. The Empire. It. No. What? It, this can't be knee. And. He looks what the down f- wait. What? at oh. his hands, and as he every time he says knee, a part of him sort of dissolves into a wet sand-like dust. 
onto the ground and he just says, it, it can't be me. It can't be me. As okay. he continues to dissolve, he's, his face begins dissolving down his throat and he begins choking on the dust of himself and he hits the ground and scatters into sand. How old was that guy? Like in his 30s. Yeah, but how old was that guy? Very old if he turned into sand. What was that war he mentioned? Uh, the Unity War, which you know happened like 500 years ago. Okay. So if we were to take what he said as fact, um, we're on a fake planet. Or they just renamed a different planet Nee. That, that would explain why the floor is ceramic. Wait, so the entire, like, you're thinking the entire planet is just... I'm thinking the entire planet. When you say that, and as you guys are talking, you hear... And through the ice, you see those orange eyes. 